All right. So, <clears throat> I had some lunch, and uh, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking about the pillowcase thing. I think it works pretty well. You know, I always listen to these podcasts. People are always talking about how they have to climb in closets and stuff. And I was thinking, why don't they all just put pillowcases on their head? Uh, I mean, if you're alone, it doesn't matter if you look like an idiot. I'm sure you don't look like an intelligent person crouched in a closet either. So, fuck it. But then I realized people probably have to read stuff and plan stuff and interview people. And, mm, yeah, it makes more sense now. So, uh. I'm going to figure out another thing other than this pillowcase thing for now. This is all I got. Um, but uh, I'm going to try to plan out episodes more later on. This is the first episode, so it's going to be a little wonky if you're still listening. Uh, so, But I can fit my phone inside the pillowcase. So I'm going to try to read the original story for kids these days. And... Uh, I'm going to try to do it in one shot because, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about sound editing. So here it goes. Kids These Days by Benjamin Davis. Where I spent much of my time as a kid was a magical place. It was a pirate ship. It was a castle. It was a barracks and a spacecraft. But mostly, it was a rock. I'm sitting on it now, smoking a cigarette. It feels like a rock. Coming home is odd. Smoke in the woods is odder. Not my smoke, of course. I'm used to that. Smoke over there, in the distance. I snub out my cigarette thoroughly and leave it on the rock. I head for the smoke. The wood becomes dense and the light thin. I walk for longer than it takes to write about. A hut sits in a clearing fat and frosted. Dark, dark smoke rises from the chimney. I go up to the door, cautiously. I knock. The sound is more of a thump. The door is almost soft. I frown. Hello, I call. A moment later, the door slides open. A face, a broken, twisted face, more like a boxer and less like a witch. What do you want? The old woman asks, pleasant enough. I look behind her into the hut. Warm air flows out. I, uh, saw the smoke. Yes, it's fine. I'm trying to cook some children. I feel my chest swell with a bit of fear, but I stand my ground. What do you mean, children? I grip my pen in my pocket, ready for frantic stabbing. You know, kids, offspring, little ones. The old woman sighs and steps aside. Come in and see. I hesitate at first, not taking my eyes off of her or my hand off the pen. I step in slowly. The inside of the hut is less sinister than I expected. A table, a kettle, a pair of children, boy and girl, sitting on a musty couch, noses to phones. In fact, the oddest thing in the room is a newspaper laying on the table. Kids these days, the headline reads. The woman bustles around me and clicks on the kettle. Tea? She asks. I shrug. I look at the children. Kids? They stay silent. Hey, you guys okay here? The girl makes a noise. Uh. I turn to the old woman. She is looking at the children, a deep sadness in her eyes. I used to be terrifying to children. She mused mostly to herself, 
She glares at the kids. I'm going to eat you! She screams, shrill and menacing. I step back and grip the pen harder in my pocket, but the little boy only lets out a belch and the girl scratches her ear. The old woman slumps into a chair at the table. She puts her face in her hands. They've been here for two days, she moans. I thought, she continues, I thought maybe when their electronics died they'd do something. But the little girl has a bag full of batteries, a whole bag. They just sit there. She begins to cry. I never know what to do when someone cries. I feel sympathy welling inside me. I awkwardly pat her shoulder. No, no, I say. It's like... It's like that documentary about how McDonald's genetically modifies birds. It shows a video of them all beakless and sad, and you just don't want to eat chicken again for a long time. The old woman sobs louder. But, I say quickly, they have free-range birds now. It's a thing. They're a bit more expensive, but you can find them. That's what you need, some free-range kids. I frown at my own words. My consoling has gone into autopilot. The old woman looks up at me. You really think so? I smile and nod. Well, what am I supposed to do about these ones? She asks, snot dribbling from her crooked nose. I look over at the kids. I shrug. I walk to where they sit and snatch both phones from their hands. The effect is immediate. They begin screaming. The hut shakes. The old woman covers her ears. I quickly drop the phones back to their laps. Holy crap! You see? The old woman says dejectedly. I'm stuck with them. If they were clever, they could have gotten away. If they were foolish, they would have been eaten. That's how things are. That's how it's supposed to work. But this, oh, this is all wrong. The world is changing, I say, attempting philosophical comfort. No, no, it is ending. She takes a deep breath. I stand unsure of what to do. Then she smacks her hand on the table and stands up, straight and tall. I will die how I was meant to. I will not live in this absurdity any longer. Her tears have all dried up. She looks proud and fierce. She walks over to the smoking oven and flings open the door. She turns to me. Find some free-range kids and eat them for me. I frown. I'm not going to do that. She sighs. The world has lost its magic then. She climbs into the oven. There is no sound, only more black smoke. I turn around to the children. The girl is looking at me, a smile on her face. I got to level seven, she says, then puts her face back in her phone. Oh, holy shit. Okay, new problem with the pillowcase. Reading that entire thing was really hard and I'm out of air. Hold on. <sighs> okay, so that was Kids These Days. That was the original story. Uh, another thing about inspiration for the story, the rock in that story is actually a rock that's in the woods by my old house. Both of my brothers know this rock. And when this story came out, both of them were like, oh, I know that rock. And it was just the rock that we all used to play on. Okay, so it was four. I suffocate and die, and I'm found in my apartment with a pillowcase on my head, and everybody thinks it's some weird sex thing. I am gonna finish this episode because this was my first attempt to add a podcast ever, and uh, I I hope that you enjoyed it or was at least amused. 
I'm not going to go back and really edit anything because uh, I don't know how. Uh, so I, I, uh, I'll figure things out as it goes along. The, the, the episodes will get better. Uh, anything else? No. Thank you for your ongoing support uh, for our Patreon. And this has been, uh, this has been weird. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, uh, uh.